All right, guys, we're back. Another episode of Processing Blue. Uh, Scott, blue is the appropriate word. The Panthers fans are probably feeling a little blue right now. Yeah, uh, black and blue. You're right. It's uh, they've gotten beaten up this season. Latest example we saw uh, Sunday night uh, in against Indianapolis, a really not a good team, but the Panthers made the Colts' uh, defense look like the 1985 Bears. It was a uh, Nasty loss, and the Panthers dropped to one and seven, and a lot of questions surrounding this team right now. Yeah, kind of a head scratcher. The, the Colts have been giving up about forty points in the three-game losing streak, giving up about twenty-eight points for the season, and the Panthers did, like to your point, look like they were playing just a dominant defense. And it kind of leads to my first question: Bryce Young did not play well yesterday. Three interceptions. The third interception, the stadium cleared out through two. Uh, interceptions for touchdowns. Uh, you wrote this morning that he might not be ready. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I I did. I wrote a column uh, this today about I don't think Bryce Young is ready to win yet consistently in the NFL. That doesn't mean he's never going to be able to win consistently. But right now they are very much learning as they go, and it is painful to watch. Two pick sixes, Langston, uh, to put in perspective, in one game, super rare. Way more rare than, say, a quarterback throwing four or five touchdown passes in a game. It just doesn't happen much. And to the same guy. I mean, this the Panthers have had that happen three times in their entire history of 28 years. Yesterday was the fourth, uh, and they were nasty. Both of the uh, pick sixes were were just just horrible miscalculations by Bryce Young. I don't want to say Bryce Young is Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning was one in seven with eerily similar statistics to what Bryce has right now. And, and I do notice that, you know, you see the stats about the Panthers' lack of separation. Uh, he very, you know, almost always has pass rush in his face. Some of those things with uh, Scott, do you think maybe his results better? Oh, for sure. I mean, he's Bryce is, it's not all his fault. Let's just start there. Uh, the offensive line has really regressed this year. The Colts, to me, have become, you know, they made the Colts look so good. They're not a good team. They're not a good defense. They were 32nd in the league in scoring defense. He had little time, and then when he did have time, you know what they did, Langston? They didn't blitz at all. Bryce Young yeah. can beat a blitz. He's smart, and he can beat yeah. a blitz. But they rushed four almost every time and dropped seven or sometimes they rushed three. And they exactly. That's yeah. a super big – that's a really bad problem along with the receiver. So all this is, you know, factors in together. But the quarterback is the head of the snake. And the two decisions he made on the picks were, you know, were really bad. And, right. I, and, I, and he took full blame, full accountability, credit to him for that. Didn't, didn't blame anybody else for doing anything wrong. Uh, said he should have just thrown both those balls in the dirt, uh, well, which about definitely should have happened. Yeah, yeah the, the one, the, the second one to, to uh, Miles Sanders, he had pressure in his face. There was a lot of traffic between he and Sanders. Sanders said after the game he should have thrown it in the dirt, as you said. The first one was late, I think, over to Hubbard on the right side. Um, are those, um, is that just trying to make a play? You think, or just yeah, rookie mistake. I think what you said, uh, trying to make a play, I think that's what's happening there is that Bryce is hesitant to give up on a play, um, understandably. 
I mean, they're not scoring points. He doesn't want to throw the ball away on a third and 10, and as most quarterbacks don't. But in both those situations, uh, the risk and the reward were all out of whack because even if those are completed, I mean, they probably go for two That's yards right. or something <laughs> instead of going <laughs> 40 or 60 yards the other way. So it was a, if you're going to take a risk, at least throw it 40 yards downfield. If they intercept it, it's almost like a punt. Right. Uh, don't, you know, the, the ones in the flat, uh, and they were both to running backs. And le- as you said, I mean, they pressure in his face. I mean, this was the entire game. This was all last week, too, Langston. How they won that game against Houston with Bryce getting sacked six times is a little bit miraculous uh, when you think about it. But he has been what? sacked too many times, and the offensive line uh, bears a big uh, brunt of blame here. That's kind of the frustrating thing, though, Scott, because like every game, there's like a little period when you go, wow, that's the guy. You know, you, you see it in flashes where he, he'll he make a throw or put it in a place. Even the fourth and two last last week to Adam Thielen, they kept the drive alive. I mean, he threw it past his own receiver to Thielen in a little small hole. Um, some of the touchdown passes he's made this season, I mean, he, he's thrown some balls where you just kind of go, wow. But then there's so many more instances of you kind of go, man, I don't know if they should just play Andy Dalton and win a couple games. Right. Yeah, you, you described it well there. I mean, he had a play like that yesterday where they went for it on fourth down and he made a dart to Tommy Tremble on a fourth down yes. play. That was uh, yes. one of his best throws of the day. Uh, again, though, they're just so not explosive, and this isn't all on Bryce, but leaving that long drive they had for a touchdown uh, Sunday, they, I mean, do they ever get 10 yards in a play? It's always plotting eight yards here yeah, and seven well, yards there. Hurts before he threw the pick six. I mean, he did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so hard to get yardage for this team. It's just, it, it is a, it's a cringeworthy process to watch yeah. that offense work. Even when it is working, there's so rarely the, oh, wow, 35 yard gain. They did have one yesterday to Hayden Hurst that was 48 yards, and that was a great play, but there's just not a lot of that. And that's something they're going to have to work on in the offseason because these off last year's offseason, I mean, it's not worked out. The main signings they've yeah. had to improve the offense have, have done nothing to, you know, to, I mean, DJ Moore's absence, Christian McCaffrey's absence have been felt every single Sunday this year. Well, you got to get guys can, can create separation. You got to get a t- the guy a chance to, to pass the football. And going, you know, they had a 15-play drive, I think, last week to win. I mean, that's going to be very rare in the NFL. It seems like almost every time the Panthers have the ball, they have to go 13, 14, 15 plays to, to score. And that's just going to be impossible. Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to, you know, slip through four sacks. Somebody's going to get pressure on you. They have to get some some chunk plays. I don't know if they have the right personnel right now to get chunk plays. But yeah. I want to ask you a question, the question that's on a lot of Panthers fans' minds, because everybody saw what C.J. Stroud did yesterday. Um, lost his kicker still one. Uh, <laughs> in a, no, five touchdown passes. Uh, naturally, you know, he was here last week. The Panthers beat Ben Bryce, beat him uh, with a great final drive. But if C.J. Stroud had been the pick, Scott, do you think this Panthers team would be better than what it is? Uh, at the moment, yes, I do. I think if you're just looking at a short sample, say, okay, if C.J. Stroud played these uh, eight games, would they be better than one and seven? I think so right now. I just think C.J. Stroud is coming to the league a little bit more ready. Yeah. Uh, he's throwing a little better ball. He, he just looks, I mean, yeah, okay, Houston, maybe they've got some better skill players, but they do. C.J. Stroud is, 
14 TDs and one pick, and Bryce is eight and seven. And not yeah. all that is attributed to skill players. I mean, that's some of just the quarterback. Now, the question is that we don't know is long term in three years and four years. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of other slow starters in the league. Uh, uh, you mentioned Peyton Manning, 28 interceptions in his rookie year. Justin Herbert didn't start off very well. I mean, Trevor Lawrence yeah. struggled in his first year. These things happen. But also, so did Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen was a really bad rookie quarterback, and he turned out to be a really bad quarterback. So that's yeah, you know, that's the worst rock bottom scenario. Bryce won't be that, of course. But right now, yeah, I mean, CJ Stroud's gonna be rookie of the year. You can't say that he wouldn't be better if he was here at this moment. Uh, I don't know long term yet, but I mean, the early debate is no debate at all. CJ Stroud's had just an incredible uh, first half of a rookie season. Yeah. Well, yesterday, uh, the Panthers held the Colts at 13 points. The Colts had been, even though they've been losing, they've been scoring a lot of points. Uh, they had two, two of the, uh, the number two rusher in the league, Zach Moss, got 26 yards. Former uh, NFL rushing champion, Jonathan Taylor, got 47. The Panthers' defense did its job, but they've not played terribly all season. Um, what do you think? Played well enough to win. Absolutely. You're right, Langston. Um, the, the Colts got, I think it was 198 yards. That almost right. always wins a game. Yep. And and they only gave up 13, and you could argue it shouldn't have been that many because they got a kind of a gift touchdown because Xavier Woods uh, hit. <laughs> that was not a penalty. Uh, and uh, Pittman, Indianapolis's receiver, said as much after the game. He said it was a clean hit. But Xavier yes. Woods, because it looked so hard, it was really shoulder to chest, not shoulder yes. in the area. Um, got flagged. I'll review. He did appear to launch. He did appear to launch. Launched, I mean, launches in, in the NFL is different from college. Launching does not but, mean an automatic flag. You can launch, no. but you can't launch into the head. Uh, but I think, I mean, Pittman ultimately saying he hit me cleanly, and I figure that's where it should have, you know, yeah. that we got lucky on the penalty. To me, very rarely happens. So obviously, that, that should have probably been three points instead of seven and that would have been sure. nine nevertheless they would have lost because they gave up 14 on offense panthers defense has turned a corner you know they gave up 42 a couple of weeks in a row and yeah. now they've gotten down to you know had a winning performance against cj stroud i should well, mention on our last little thing like some, thank god for bryce young that he beat cj stroud right i mean that's the one thing you, he can really hold on to i mean he beat <laughs> in a head-to-head matchup you can't say yeah. he did i mean he, he beat him cj stroud looked very pedestrian against the panthers a week ago so he did you know he does have that it's uh you know they will always have paris or whatever that old line <laughs> is they'll always have uh that win over cj stroud this year they can't go worse they could, they're not going to go zero and 17 but yeah uh, but, yes, Panthers' defense playing well. Special teams got a big turnover. Eddie Pinheiro is very steady. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just – it's really all about the offense right now. That's the that's why this team is losing games. Well, the offense had 138 yards rushing yesterday. So, that was – you know, that was something that they have not been doing as well. I mean, they did a lot of the pieces, you would think, to win the game. And Indianapolis also got that first field goal after an all-size penalty on the punt when the Panthers should have gotten mm-hmm. the ball back. Yep. That was that yep. as well, but – you know, they do have some things to clean up, but I think is doing a pretty decent job after giving up 84 in back-to-back weeks of, of kind of correcting him. Maybe they can turn around the offense as well. Um, and that kind of takes me to my next question. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears a little bit. They got a short week. Um, 
Brian Burns and C.J. Henderson both suffered concussions. They're likely not to play on Thursday. How would that affect that defense plan against the Bears? It'll be tough. Um, that's, yeah, I mean, Burns, even though he didn't have a sack yesterday, makes such an impact just because the way you have to tilt your offensive line to block yeah. him. Uh, C.J. Uh, excuse me, C.J. Henderson, they can they can get along without if they have to. They did, you know, for large portions of yesterday and of last year, but it's not ideal. You know, that's not that's not what you want. I think the big question here, Langston, besides how if the Panthers' offense can rebound on Thursday night, since this is a short week, is who the Bears will play at quarterback. Well, uh, they have, you know, a, a real quandary there in that Justin Fields has a dislocated right thumb. So he's missed some games, uh-huh. and if he does play, he might be compromised. He may wear a glove, which you know some quarterbacks do mm-hmm. to throw, mm-hmm. or they may just go with Tyson Bajant, who nobody had heard of, right. and who's now actually played pretty decently. They lost uh, Sunday, but he threw a couple of touchdown passes. He's a undrafted rookie free agent from a place called Shepherd University. Do you know where that is? No, I Louisiana. I'm guessing. I, I I don't need it. I didn't look it Alvin. up. I'm sorry. <laughs> we should Sound look like it up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, Shepard University, he was like the high school player of the year in West Virginia or something. And yet, yeah, I mean, this is the guy who's the quarterback for the Chicago Bears and he's been playing okay. Uh, the Bears are bad, though. They're two and seven. This is a winnable well, game for the Panthers. Uh, but, you know, without without Burns, I mean, I think the defense is going to cobble it together a little bit. Bajant had four, I think it was four turnovers Sunday. Several oh. picks. He had a strip sack. I mean, he'll turn it over some. So the Panthers' defense, shoot, they may have to score. That may be the way you win this game. You should get a defensive Either touchdown. Pick six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get your own pick six. Get it back. Uh, that may be the shot that they have with the Bears. You can't imagine that uh, Amazon Prime uh, loves the fact that they've got a two and seven and a one and seventeen playing <laughs> on national TV. That's a hard sell for Al Michaels. Exactly. They're going to have to work really tough, really hard on the, you know, building up Bryce Young and Justin Fields. Will the Bears be incentivized to beat the Panthers knowing if the Panthers have the worst record in football, they'll probably have Caleb Williams instead of Justin Fields next year. (laughs) Maybe, or Drake may. Um, I, you know, the Bears, I mean, I think players, they don't care about that stuff. I mean, well, half of them aren't going to be there the next year. The the GM and, of course, the officials, they care. They really want the Bears to win that, to knock the Panthers further down since yeah. they do have that number one pick. Now, yeah. a guy like DJ Moore will care, of course, yeah. uh, you know, because he, he was here and he would certainly want to show something to the uh, Panthers. But, yeah. Yeah, that's another. Uh, I mean, the Panthers right now. I think they would pick number two if they, except they don't have their pick, but they would be number the number two slot. Right, uh, only Arizona, I think, has a worse record right now, and so the Bears want to keep them down, keep them down only as because best they, they can. One more game. Yeah, right. Only because they've had one more game. Um, Scott, at, at one in seven, um, you, know, you know, we got to start thinking about the hot seat question. Is is Frank Reich or Scott Fitter on the hot seat, or both on the hot seat? Uh, good question. I think Fitterer more so than Frank Wright. Um, Fitterer has been here longer. He's had a longer time period to try to build this thing. And the while Bryce Young, you'd say that's an open question, how well that trade is ultimately going to work out. Uh, the big trade mm-hmm. they made to move up to, 
to get Bryce at number one. What has not worked out so far is really the off-season acquisitions, uh, this, especially this past year. You know, guys like Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst uh, were brought in to sort of help solve the DJ Moore dilemma that you you know you traded away your best receiver. Yeah, well, uh, and Thielen, you you could say, well, that one's worked out pretty well. Uh, but but Hurst and Miles Sanders have really not been a factor much well, at all sanders well, had a little bit of a one good drive yesterday and hurst had one good play but it's just it's not been enough and well, they also have not done well on really their second and third day draft picks they haven't gotten enough help there so fitterer i think would be the one that you know i would feel that seat getting warmer frank reich in the first year of a four-year deal knowing that he's kind of a quarterback whisperer and that's why you hired him. I well, just don't think unless they just bought him out, Langston, look awful, go one and sixteen, and David Tepper just goes, Oh, I just can't take it anymore. I gotta start over again. I think Tepper knows in his heart that's not what you do. You don't you you fire a coach after one year and you're just I mean, you're you're further behind the eight ball than you were. You know, you're going two more steps backward. I think you at least give Frank Wright two years. And then after that who knows? I asked you earlier about C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young, which one, if, if C.J. Stroud was here, how would the Panthers do? If Steve Wilkes had been the choice instead of Frank Wright, do you think the Panthers would still be where they are, or would they be better off? Well, uh, they certainly could be better off. They wouldn't be worse off because it's been you know such a horrible start. Well, um, with Wilkes, you know, they would have had a very different offensive philosophy, one that we did see work. Um last year when he went six and six as the interim head coach, they probably, you know, would have kept, uh, you know, some powerful running backs and tried to round and pound the ball had a more conservative, you know, rushing attack that maybe fits the personnel a little bit better. Um, defensively, you know, they might've been a, a tad better. Well, I mean, I wrote at the time, I thought they should have kept Wilkes. I thought he did a heck of a job. They didn't decide to do that. They went with Frank Reich, and I think that was largely because they want the offense to, to offense to be more exciting, well, spectacular, productive. You know, scoring thirty points a game, which is really the way you ultimately have to win most of mm -hmm. the time in today's NFL. Mm -hmm. I don't fault that idea, but it has not paid off. So yeah, well, Steve Wilkes had coached eight games right now. I don't really think they'd be one and seven. I think they'd probably be a little better than that. Long-term future, again, sort of like the Bryce Young question, it's it's to be determined, you know, how well. But the Frank Reich era has not started well, and I'm sure he would be the first to, to tell you that. All right, you touched on this earlier. Thursday night, the Panthers are playing on Amazon Prime. You know, if I don't have Amazon Prime, can I just not see the game? Am I just shut out from the Panthers? I have to be radio guy this week? <laughs> this is a question that comes up every time the Panthers ever uh, – play on a Thursday night game which is every year and so I'm glad you asked it uh, it's actually our news partner WSOC Channel 9 will have the game locally in Charlotte so cool. most people yeah they probably have Amazon Prime because you probably order stuff from Amazon Prime but if you don't uh, WSOC Channel 9 it is on free over the air TV in Charlotte you can get it there uh, they'll have a pregame show, I think, 7 to 8 p.m., and uh, and they're good there. That is our news partner, and, and we're 
we're happy to plug them because they do a really good job. Then it switches to the national broadcast and Al Michaels. Uh, the game kickoff is 8-15 on Thursday night, so you can watch it for free. Yeah, they had, WSOC did like a four-hour pregame show yesterday. They did the newscast live at Bank Oh, America, my gosh. So. <laughs> guys, well, that might have been a little bit of overkill for that one, yeah. But, yeah, more so power to them, I guess. Bonus uh, on Amazon Prime, if you have one of those newfangled streaming boxes, the, the picture quality is phenomenal. They broadcast in a higher-quality picture format. It, it's not like 4K like you see, but it's, it's really, really good. It looks a lot better than your standard football broadcast. Although I'm sure Al Michaels, as you said earlier, is probably not that excited about calling a one or two NT. Um, yeah. All right, Scout, before we got here, I want you to rub on your crystal ball. What do you see for these Panthers the rest of the year? What do you see happening in the offseason? Rest of the year is all about Bryce Young and getting this offense better, Langston. I think record is secondary, obviously, right now to what well, they because they're not making. You know, they ain't going anywhere, so and they don't have the number one draft pick. So record is as irrelevant as it's ever been for for a well, Panthers team. They have nine more games. Whether those, you know, whether they go two and seven or four and five uh, or one and eight, doesn't matter too much what does matter is getting Bryce Young familiar with what you want and then next year and you say offseason it's all got to be about I mean not you know 80 percent of it has to be about rebuilding the offense and scoring some points mm-hmm. so that you know even the game the Panthers won they only scored 15 points I mean this well, has got to be a team that's got to double that they've got to be a team that's you know their number one pick or whatever, you know, if they trade back into the first round, which I ultimately think they will do, if I'm rubbing mm-hmm. on the crystal ball, I bet you they will have a number one pick in April of mm-hmm. 2024. Not number one, but, you know, like they'll trade into the teens or something. Mm-hmm. And end up picking, and that's going to have to be a wide receiver or a stud tight end or running back or something, a skill position. I think that's the mm-hmm. biggest problem I see right now. Besides, you know, the offensive line is bad too, but if I had to pick one, it's those skill position spots that they just are not good enough. And, you know, well, just like in basketball, Langston, we're both very familiar with basketball. And you got to have some people who can put it in the hole. I don't care how good defense you play. Somebody's going to have to go get you 25 or 30 a game in the right, NBA if right. you're going to win. And they don't have that guy. Uh, and so Bryce is really more the point guard, the distributor. He's not the Steph Curry point guard. He's more the you know, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get the ball in places that you want to leave, but you've got to get some separation first. So that's where a lot of the off season has to go. And again, who's making those decisions? I mean, is it Scott Fitterer and Dan Morgan? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's open for debate. Will Frank Wright be the coach? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Will Bryce Young be the quarterback? Absolutely. They're wedded to Bryce Young right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, the, the next nine games, Panther fans buckle up. It is going to be a rough ride. I'm sorry. But Give me a there'll be a few moments. Hey, Langston, there might be one Thursday. They may win Thursday, honestly. It's one of the most winnable games they've got you got to pick them to win Thursday? Uh, Mr. Stubbin and Warner? I haven't decided yet. I've got a pretty good lead in our contest because I picked them uh, to lose every single game, <laughs> yeah. which just which has made it seven and one. I might pick them Thursday. Yeah, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking hard about it because I think it's the kind of game that Chicago and them are really probably a coin flip. The game being in Chicago well, probably hurts them a little bit, but uh, you know Chicago is not very good either. It's going to be it's going to be probably a 
good 19 to 16 uh, slugfest sure. of some sort with a defensive touchdown in there. Give me, all right, give me a number, Scott. I know you, you said it's going to be a rough ride to buckle up. What's the win number? What's the record over the last nine games? Mm, if I had to choose right now, I'd go two and seven, three and 14 two, for seven. the year. So you're going three yeah. and 14 season. Well, Panther mm-hmm. Bands, that you have from the guy who's seen just about as much Panther football as anybody that's ever followed the Panthers. Look, thanks for watching us. Um, you're watching us on YouTube. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe. Be watching us on uh, any of the social media uh, services. Make sure you like and share. Follow us on charlotteobserver.com, and we'll catch you next week on Processing Blue.